streams of people went for their path in the Ganga. At the time of the eclipse, and all along the way, they chanted the Lord's name. Some, who from their birth never once uttered the Lord's name, now chanted that name on their way to the Ganga. As Mary Pyle commented, there are no atheists in foxholes. Similarly, during the full lunar eclipse, they want protection, so they were all chanting. Even the atheist, as Papa would point out, the atheist in trouble instinctively says, Oh God, even if he means it in a secular way, like just a secular interjection, but can't help it. We're, we need shelter. The sound of chanting emanated from every direction, and the Supreme Lord, the best of the Brahmins, smiled to himself as he made his appearance. But even as he's appearing, he's like tricking everybody. <laughs> he's a tricky, a tricky golden avatar. Sri Jagannath Mishra and Sri Mati Devi glanced at their child's beautiful face and were overcome with unbounded joy. Overwhelmed, the ladies stood around the child, not knowing what to do. Excitedly, they ululated in jubilation. Can any lady ululate here? Is that what they do? Yeah. <laughs> All right, on cue, uh, the one and the two and a... Jai! They ululated. It's kind of like Vedic yodeling. Uh-huh. <clears throat> they knew what to do, so they just ululated. They ululated in jubilation. Relatives and friends hurried to see the newborn child. Sri Jagannath Mishra's house was a scene of great exaltation. Sri Mati Shachi Devi's father, Sri Nilambar Chakravarti, <laughs> found esoteric and wonderful signs in every house of the child's astrological chart. So Lord Chaitanya's mother was a big astronomer, Nilambar Chakravarti. Sri Chakravarti was astounded by the baby's beauty and saw, and saw all divine symbols upon his person. He said, A much accepted prophecy in Bengal is that someday a king will be born in Bengal as a Brahmin's son. Only the future will prove whether this is the actual child. <coughs> so king, yeah, king in a spiritual way. It's like I call Christ the king, right? Yeah. King, actually, that's, uh, yeah. Shri Vishva Vaishnava Raj Sabha. Shri yeah. Vishva Vaishnava Raj. Lord Chaitanya was referred to as the king of all the devotees, the king of the, yeah, the world's devotees. Shri Vishva Vaishnava Raj. <coughs> and the first name of the Hare Krishna movement was Shri Vishva Vaishnava Raj Sabha. Okay. So the Jyotish here is saying, only the future will prove whether this is the actual child. In the presence of all, Sri Nilambar Chakravarti, an expert astrologer, began explaining the ramifications of the different astrological signs in the Lord's chart. He further delved into the child's exalted chart the more difficulty he found in describing the Lord's glorious position. So it was off the charts, <laughs> so to speak. It's this horoscope is like, whoa. So he's having trouble actually describing the child. Quote, actually the qualities of this child displayed in his horoscope are beyond those of the king. In fact, they appear to be beyond description. The child will conquer the learning of Brihaspati, the guru of the demigods. 
that Kesha Kashmiri was an incarnation of Brihaspati. That Neelam, that Nimai defeated later. And be the greatest scholar. He will be a natural repository of all divine qualities. Present in that gathering was a great saint. So this is now Vrindavan uh, Das. Present in that gathering was a great saint in the guise of a Brahmana who made predictions on the Lord's future. The Brahmana said, This child is the Supreme Lord, Narayan himself. He will establish the essence of all religion. He will initiate a wonderful preaching movement and deliver the whole world. He will bestow upon everyone that gift which is forever desirable, even by Lord Brahma, Lord Shiva, and Srila Shukadeva Goswami. Upon seeing him, people will feel compassion for all living entities and become callous towards material joys and material pains. This will be the greatest benediction for the whole world. Not to mention ordinary men, even hardcore atheists will worship the lotus feet of this child. He will be glorified throughout the entire creation, and people from all orders of life will come to worship him. He is the personification of pure Bhagavad religion, Sanatana Dharma, the eternal occupation of all souls in relationship with the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Sri Sri Radha Krishna. <clears throat> the benefactor of the Brahmanas, cows, and devotees, and the affectionate devoted son of his parents. This child has come to accomplish great works, just as the Supreme Lord Narayan incarnated to reestablish religious principles. Who can explain the imports of this child's exalted astrological and esoteric symptoms? <coughs> As we're hearing this, we're making Lucy's Brahma, right? <laughs> I'm not sure if it's revealed. We'll find out. How fortunate you are, Sri Jagannath Mishra, a leader amongst men. I offer my obeisances to you, the illustrious father of this child. I feel greatly fortunate that I could calculate his astrological chart. Yeah, this is still the Brahma. It's not Nilambar. His name accordingly will be Sri Vishwambar. He will be known to all as Navadweep Chandra, the moon of Navadweep. So Vishwambar is the shelter, the whole universe, protector, the supporter too. He is spiritual bliss personified. The Brahman did not speak further about Lord Chaitanya's pastime of accepting the renounced order and the not break the news. It's going to leave home. <laughs> want to break their hearts. The Brahma did not speak further about Lord Chaitanya's pastime of accepting the renounced order, sannyas, since that would have disturbed the loving emotion of his parents. Sri Jagannath Mishra was enthralled with ecstasy over the descriptions of his son. He immediately wanted to offer gifts to the Brahman. He was a poor man with few possessions, yet feeling great jubilation, Sri Mishra fell at the Brahman's feet and cried. The Brahmana also caught Sri Mishra's feet, and everyone present shouted, Hari! Hari! in great joy. The relatives and friends were all praised for the child, and they blessed him as they heard the supernatural predictions about his future. Soon the musicians arrived, playing their respective instruments, clay drums, flutes and shanai, and filled the air with wonderful music. Ladies from the higher planets mingled freely, yet unnoticed, with the ladies from Earth in this wonderful gathering. So all these devas were coming. The mother of the demigods, Aditi, smiled and placed her right hand, which held auspicious grass and paddy rice, upon the child's head to bless him, saying, Live long! 
Please remain eternally in this material world <laughs> and always manifest your pastimes. Sri Aditi thus explained the expression, live long. <laughs> Srimati Shachi Devi and the other members of the joyous assembly noticed the extraordinary beauty of these ladies. They weren't just earth ladies, they were like celestial ladies, super beautiful ladies. But they hesitated to inquire about their identities. The demigods, they thought maybe it'd be impolite. The demigods respectfully took the dust from Shachi, Devi's, from Shachi Devi's feet. She could not speak through extreme exaltation. Neither the Vedas nor Lord Anantashesh could describe the waves of jubilation that drowned Sri Jagannath Mishra's house. The entire population of Nadia seemed to be present at Shachi Devi's house to experience that indescribable joy. Wherever the people were, in their houses, on the banks of the Ganga, on the streets, they all loudly chanted the, Lord, chanted the Lord's name. So this trick is going on and on. Everybody keeps chanting. Everyone jubilantly celebrated the Lord's birth unknowingly thinking that the festivity was actually for the lunar eclipse. <laughs> so the people who were really um, devotees, they just thought it was all about celebrating the lunar eclipse. But they just joined in. It's called a Gyata Sukriti, unknown benefit. Lord Chaitanya appeared on the full moon night of the month of Falgun. This day is the most worshipable by Lord Brahma and all other great personalities. <laughs> so on our calendar, it's anywhere. Like when I went, first went to Mayapur, it was in February. It can go anywhere from late February to late March. Today, it happens to be an equinox, which is interesting, right? The sun will set at 6.35 tonight here, and then the moon will rise at 6.42. And it's only, I did look, it said on my phone that it was, the moon's only 225,000 miles away. It's just going to be a big moon. Sometimes it's as much as 240,000. So it should be big Chandodai, rising moon of Lord Chaitanya. <clears throat> this day of the Lord's appearance is the holiest of holy occasions. This day is devotion personified. It's our new year. It's our Gaudiya new year. What year is it? It's 534. Yeah? Okay. Yeah, 534. The start of 534. As they say in India, running, running 534. Lord Chaitanya appeared on the full moon night of Falguna, and Lord Echinanda appeared on the 13th night of the waxing moon. That's why I say Trayodashi is 13. But that was 12, 13 years, 12 years earlier. Both these days are all auspicious and transcendental occasions. If one properly follows these two holy occasions, he develops pure Krishna praying. Wow, here's an incentive. I'll read that again. If one properly follows these two holy occasions, he develops pure Krishna prema and cuts asunder the knots of material illusion. So what's the proper... So Prabhupada gave us um, fasting. Fasting is one item. Four different um, Krishna Tattva appearance. So Lord Ram is coming up till sunset, which is practically the same as moonrise. Uh, Lord Chaitanya, moonrise. Well, Krishna at midnight, Prabhupada said he's very strict. Krishna appeared at midnight. Radha's more lenient, she appeared at noon. That's still noon only. Who else? Anybody? Well, there's other uh, that Prabhupada said only till noon, like Varaha and Vamana. And not just fasting, because if you just don't do something, like don't eat, then what are you going to do? <laughs> sleep. <laughs> Not. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, chant more, 
hear more, serve more. It's, it's an opportunity to remember Lord Chaitanya more. The Yuga Avatar for the Age. Similarly, the appearance days of pure Vaishnava devotees, like the appearance days of the Supreme Lord, are also all auspicious and transcendental. So you notice on the Vaishnava calendar, I mean, there's always somebody appearing and disappearing, right? <laughs> so uh, no, uh, no dearth of opportunities to remember the Lord and his devotees in more intense ways. Whosoever hears the narrations of Lord Chaitanya's birth is freed from all miseries in life and in death. Anyone who hears Lord Chaitanya's pastimes immediately gets love of Krishna and becomes his eternal servitor. He comes with the Lord each time and he advances. Each time he advances in this material world. Opportunities available. You can accompany the Lord each time he manifests here. The Adikanda text is wonderful to hear because it contains descriptions of Lord Chaitanya's appearance. The Vedic literature describes these pastimes of the Lord as eternal, although apparently he sometimes appears and sometimes disappears. Prophecies is like the sun. Right now it's rising here in Tucson, somewhere else it's setting. Actually, the sun is in its fixed position, but according to our angle, we see it as rising or setting. Similarly, Krishna's pastimes are always going on, but according to our particular angle of vision, we see that he's manifest or unmanifest. I offer my humble obeisances. Lord Chaitanya's pastimes have no beginning and no end. I write them down only by the mercy of the Lord. I offer my humble obeisances at the Lord's feet and at the feet of all his devotees. I pray that I may be excused from all offenses, I, Vrindavan Das, offer this song to the lotus feet of my life and soul, Lord Sri Krishna Chaitanya and Lord Sri Nityananda Prabhu. So it is a song, sung in Bengali, but we have it in English. So Prabhupada's Guru Maharaj said, someday the whole world will learn Bengali just to read Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita, you know, the original singing Bengali. Okay, that's the uh, horoscope. Any questions or comments? Yes. So, um, if if it's the year is five thirty four, then was he born the same year as Jesus? Well, Jesus that would be year zero, right? I mean, I Jesus appeared like two thousand years ago, right? Okay. <laughs> The divine madness, we, we understand. Okay, yeah, Lord Chaitanya is, uh, yeah, 534 in the Kodia calendar. But we just, you know, for preaching, we have to relate to the world, so we just follow the... What year is it again? 2019, okay. It's all just, you know, there's different... Uh, it's rather arbitrary, isn't it? Unless you're talking about Lord Chaitanya. Okay, yes. I think it was yesterday you mentioned that he was uh, considered the hidden avatar. The hidden, Janna. What do you mean by Janna? Because uh, in the scriptures, yeah. What's that verse? There's a verse that describes this, and I'm forgetting the verse. I think it's in the Chaitanya Upanishad, Siddhadara and Mahabharata. Lord Chaitanya's appearance is described esoterically in many different scriptures, Upanishads, Mahabharata. Um, so it's Chanda because when Lord Chaitanya comes, is he coming as a supreme personality? No, it's coming as the Lord's greatest devotee. When Krishna was on this earth, he noticed the gopis were enjoying more than him. You thought, wait a minute, I'm the supreme enjoyer, and these gopis are enjoying 10 million times more than me, especially this Radha. So I gotta come and I gotta come and again taste what this is all about. <laughs> so Krishna comes. Krishna Varnam Twisha Krishna. He doesn't come in his dark blue rain cloud color. He comes uh, in a fair complexion. 
in Radharani's complexion, her luster, her complexion is taptakanchana gorangi, so she is golden. So, so Lord Chaitanya is Krishna in the mood of Radha. So that's really esoteric. God in the mood of God's greatest lover. Wow. What a theology. And he's not only it's it's too he's not only coming to taste what the Radharani's tasting, so he can enjoy it like her. But he's he's compassionately distributing uh Pilgrim in the most accessible way through the chant through the, the names. So um, yeah. That's the the external is to distribute, I mean, that's just the external, is to distribute love of God through the names. Internally, he wants to taste Radha's Mahabhav, you know, unparalleled ecstasy, which he does, but he very compassionately comes to distribute the names. <coughs> Even as he's appearing, he's tricking everybody to check the names, <laughs> using fear, right? Fear, apprehension. So this is Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Okay, any other? Yes. What was that name that the Brahmin gave first to? He gave him a name. Was it uh, Vishwamar? Let's see. The Brahmin said, okay. Present in that gathering was a great saint in the guise of a Brahmin who made predictions on the Lord's future. Let's go to the name. Yeah, okay, it is, Vishwamba. I feel greatly fortunate that I could calculate his astrological chart. His name accordingly, according to what he sees in the chart, will be Sri Vishwambar, Vishwa universe. Ambar, I'm not, I was, I think it's protector, maintainer, you see it, maintainer, you see that. I don't know. Amijanina. I do not know. Let's see if we can come across that. All right. So we go. Yeah, let's go on. It's only 8.30. And this is Adi Kanda now, Chapter 4, the name-giving ceremony. Maybe we'll learn more name-giving ceremony. Childhood pastimes and the kidnapping. Uh-huh. Krishna loves drama. <laughs> He lets himself be kidnapped, right? And then he bewilders the kidnappers. <laughs> you want intrigue? You want drama? Come to Krishna. The name-giving ceremony, childhood pastimes, and the kidnapping. So Vindana Das starts, All glories, all glories to the lotus eyes. Moonlight, Lord Chaitanya. All glories, all glories to all your loving devotees. O oh Lord, look upon me mercifully, so that my delusion may be dispelled, and that I may be able to serve and worship you day and night. The wonderful appearance of the Lord increased the happiness of everyone in Sri Mati Shachi Devi's house, both Sri Jagannath Mishra's and Sri Mati Shachi Devi's hearts heaved joyous waves looking at the Lord's beautiful face. All glories of the translator. Heave. Joyous waves. Sarva Babu is a very interesting devotee. He's, uh, he's born, Bengali born. Uh, he was educated in Berlin. And he's completely uh, bilingual. He knows Bengali totally, and he knows English and German. Trilingual, I guess. Yeah. And he preaches in Berlin. Preaches in Germany. Uh, but yeah, he's good translator. Sri Vishwarup, Mahaprabhu's older brother, would pick up his brother in his arms, smiling gleefully at the Supreme Lord, the abode of all transcendental joys. Friends and relatives lingered affectionately surrounding the Lord at all times. They just couldn't get enough of the Lord at times. Beauty, charm. For, uh, some chanted mantras of enchantment in the Lord's room for his protection. 
The Vishnu Raksha Mantra, invoking Lord Vishnu's protection, and the Devi Mantra, invoking Durga Devi's protection, were chanted while some people circumambulated the Lord's house. When the Lord would cry, shedding tears from his lotus eyes, only the sound of the holy name of Krishna would pacify him and attract him. And he just, ah, the holy name. Finally, everyone understood the secret message. And whenever the Lord cried, they immediately chanted, Lord, raise name. So they got it. Okay. You want a happy baby here? January Krishna. The demigods were in a jovial mood and decided to play some practical jokes. So the Davids are still hanging around. They're not going anywhere. <laughs> they immediately chanted uh, some practical jokes on the people who always surrounded Nimai. So he's called Nimai because he's born under the name tree. It's another name. And that tree you see at Yogpit is supposedly descendant of the original tree. A demigod, so here's the practical joke start now. A demigod in a subtle body stole quietly about the house, unseen by human eyes. When the people saw the shadowy figure glide past, they exclaimed, there goes a thief! <coughs> in Bengali, I said, chore, chore. I'll say, chore. Terror-stricken, some of them loudly chanted, Rasinga! Rasinga! While others murmured the Apara, Aparajita Stotra, prayers to Parvati Devi, the wife of Lord Shiva, for protection. While many persons were going around the house chanting all different mantras and prayers, a great commotion was heard from inside Srimati Shachi Devi's house. The demigods had assembled to see the Lord, but the people outside thought that thieves were entering. So the people thought it was thieves, it was actually devas. <laughs> Some shouted, Catch the thief! Thief! George! While others continuously chanted, Rasinga! Rasinga! A Brahmin priest, big, big hullabaloo, huh? Outside the house. A Brahmin priest endowed with powers of exorcising ghosts threatened the invisible demigods. And he thought it was a ghost, it was the Davis. You're lucky you got away today, but you had better know the tremendous power of Lord Dersingadev. Unseen by anyone, the demigods laughed to themselves. This guy. In this way, a month passed. <laughs> a whole month of practical jokes and commotions. <laughs> Completing her one month of confinement. So there it is. Because in, in Vedic, classic Vedic culture, the lady stays inside for a whole month after the birth. The period of contamination after childbirth. Because it's a real, rather messy affair. Srimati right? Shachi Devi went for a bath in the Ganga with the other ladies. So they finally went down to the Ganga for a big bath. Among singing and joyous clamor, Shachi Devi bathed in the Ganga. She worshipped Ganga Devi, and thereafter a village goddess called Shashti. So many minor devas and uh, devis in Bengal. So Shachi also, Shachi Devi did Worship Ganga and some village goddess called Shashti. After worshiping different demigods in accordance with the proper rites, Shashi Devi returned with the satisfied ladies. According to the social custom, Shashi Devi respectfully offered all the ladies roasted patty, rice, bananas, oil, vermilion powder, beetle nuts. Merriam-Webster accepts beetle and betel but not betel. So don't say betel nuts <laughs> in America anyway. Betel and betel leaf. The ladies in turn blessed the child and offered respects to Shachi Devi before they returned to their respective homes. In this way, the Supreme Lord Chaitanya, the Supreme Lord Chaitanya performed his childhood pastimes. Without the Lord's mercy, 
These pastimes are incomprehensible. The Lord, as a child, cried frequently. However, his real intention in crying was to induce everyone to chant the Lord's holy name. The ladies would try one way or another to pacify him, but the Lord would cry all the more. So no matter what they tried, except chanting, you know, holding him, rocking him, whatever. Lord Chaitanya would have none of it until everybody chanted Hare Krishna. <laughs> Nevertheless, as soon as the ladies chanted, Hurry! Hurry! A beaming smile <laughs> would spread across the Lord's exquisite moonlike face. Thus discovering that the chanting pleased and placated the Lord, everyone would gather in his room <coughs> and always repeat Lord Hare's name whilst clapping their hands. They started Brahmana, they do in his British English. They don't say while, they say whilst. Okay. Any comments? This is fun, huh? There is Chaitanya Bhagavad's version. Happily, everyone, happily, therefore, everyone performed congregational chanting. And Sachi Devi's house constantly resounded with the Lord's transcendental name. Unknown to all, Lord Chaitanya's childhood pastimes in Sri Jagannath Mishra's house were a facsimile to Gopal Krishna's childhood pastimes. <laughs> I was thinking of Yashoda and think different things you would do. So this is like an updated, updated for Kali Yuga likeness to Gopal, Krishna's pastimes, as a little baby. <coughs> when no one was present in a room, when no one was present in, I think it's supposed to say the room, he would intentionally scatter things around. Oh, here we go. So just as Krishna was mischievous, so it's getting, getting older now. He would intentionally scatter things around after pouring milk, butter, or oil on the floor. Very naughty. Forewarned that Mother Shachi Devi was approaching, he would quickly lie down and start crying. <laughs> the ultimate weapon, right? Tears. Sachi Mata would pacify him by repeating Lord Hari's name until she noticed the different substances <laughs> spread all over the floor. <laughs> Who has scattered the rice, wheat, and dal? Why are these broken pots of curd and milk on the floor? No one could understand who had done this. There was only the four-month-old baby in the house. Now it's four months. <laughs> Curiosity drew everyone to that room, but they could not find any trace of the culprit. <coughs> Some conjectured, a demon or ghost must have come. But due to the, this is big in Bengal, so many ghosts and so many ghostbusters. Um, but the, due to the effect of the mantras, it could not harm the baby. That's what they thought. Angry that it could do nothing to the child, it threw everything around and escaped. So the ghost or whatever it was got frustrated and just made a mess in his life. This incident left Sri Jagannath Vishwa quite perplexed, but thinking it a providential interference, he did not comment. In spite of the extensive damage, both Sri Jagannath Mishra and Shachi Devi felt their sorrows soothed by just looking at the child's face. <laughs> so this is what Krishna... Yeah, who is the... Uh... Yeah, so similarly, <laughs> the gopis, you know, the older elder gopis in Vrindavan, maybe, Krishna would do all the mischief, and then they'd go to Yashoda Mahi, and complain, and then Krishna would just be like a little innocent child, and then they'd say that, just see his face, just like an innocent child, but you should see what he did. <laughs> Days passed, wrapped in mystery, until the day of the name-giving ceremony arrived. So this is all brilliant to the Namakarana, name-giving ceremony. <coughs> 
Srila uh, Sri Nilambar, okay, so he's back, her father. Sri Nilambar Chakravarti and other learned scholars and friends assembled there. So we might learn more now about the name. Respectable, chaste ladies who looked as fresh and glowing as Lakshmi Devi, the goddess of fortune, attended the beautiful, attended the ceremony in beautiful sides. Perhaps the celestial ladies still. Everyone discussed which name the child, which name the child should have. Some ladies made one suggestion, while other ladies made another. Quote, this child will have no younger brother or sisters. Therefore, being the last child of the family, he should be named Nimai, said some ladies. After considering all points, the scholars said there was one name most appropriate for the child. As soon as he was born, famine ended in the land, and the farmers were blessed with long-awaited rains. Very interesting. There was a drought going on. Wrote a 10-year period. Happy and healthy conditions returned to the land at his birth. And that's what we read in Krishna book. You know, every, everything was opulence and all the natural in nature when Krishna appeared. It was similar to the ancient story of Lord Narayan protecting and upholding the universe during devastation. Hence his name should be Sri Vishwambar, the sustainer of the world. So that's what the Brahman had said to him. This is confirmed in his horoscope for he is the brightest torchbearer of his family. <clears throat> the name Nimai that the respected ladies have suggested will be his second name, so Vishwambar and Nimai. The name was given at an auspicious moment when all the planetary indications were right and amidst readings of the Bhagavad Gita, Srimad Bhagavatam, and Vedas by the Brahmanas. So, Lord Chaitanya is in the Bhagavatam, where? Eleventh Canto, fifth chapter, text 32. thirty-two. Should we all sing it? Krishna Varnam Trisha Krishnam Sangopangastra Parshadam Jangai Sankirtana Prayar Yajanti Sumeda Saham. What does it mean? Anyone? What does it mean? Now, this is another case where the Sanskrit and the English don't. Like the last Yajanti Hisamedasa is the first line of the English. So those, in the age of Kali, those with sufficient brain substance, and Medha, interesting, it's, it's not Buddhi, it's Medha, which is a kind of spiritual, emotional aspect of intelligence. Yajanti In the age of Kali, those with sufficient brain substance who worship the Lord, who is appearing in a what complexion? Golden Aprishna, not black, it's the opposite of dark with light. Uh, and who is accompanied by his, who's always chanting the holy name of the Lord, accompanied by his associates, servants, weapons, and confidential companions. So he's in the Bhagavatam, but he's, um, yeah, he's not in the mood of God, he's in the mood of the devotee of God. The demigods, and this is Vrindavan Das, the demigods and humans assembled upon this occasion for the name giving ceremony offered benedictions. They chanted Lord Hari's all auspicious holy names while blowing conch shells and ringing bells. Rice, paddy, books, roasted paddy, coins, gold, and silver were placed for the child to hold. Oh, this is, um, yeah, it's like. So this is what we say is first grain, right? And now we have the, I'll just read. Uh, and gold and silver were placed for the child to hold, thus testing the child's tendency. Sri Jagannath encouraged his son, my dear Vishwambar, take whatever your heart desires. <laughs> so he's holding all this wealth, right? And what happens here? Well, it said rice paddy books. 
Sri Jagannath encouraged his son, My dear Vishwambar, take whatever your heart desires. Sachi Devi's son, the Supreme Lord, ignored all items, picked up the Srimad Bhagavatam, and embraced it tightly. <laughs> and he was called the greatest uh, propagator of the Bhagavatam. The ladies loudly glorified the Lord. Okay, ladies, uli, uli, uli. Weak. <laughs> he's, he's yodeling. <laughs> Everyone was very impressed and said, Undoubtedly, he will be a great scholar. <coughs> Some commented that the child would turn out to be an elevated Vaishnava devotee with the extraordinary capacity to easily grasp the deepest imports of the scriptures. And that he was with Sarvabhoma and Prakashananda and Keshav Kashmiri. Whoever saw Lord Vishwambar's enchanting smile became drenched in showers of bliss. Once the ladies had the child upon their laps, they would not put him down. So it's not my face to pass him around. This child, the Supreme Lord, who was unapproachable even by the greatest of demigods. This is Vrindavanas. Whenever the Lord would start crying, the ladies would clap their hands and chant Lord Hari's name. They got it, right? Hearing the chanting, the Lord would sway blissfully <laughs> as though he were dancing on their laps. This further enchanted the ladies, who in turn increased their chanting. The Supreme Lord, by his desire, had everyone constantly chanting the Lord's name on any available pretext. So at the drop of the hat, he would do anything to get people to chant Hare Krishna. The Vedas, Srimad Bhagavatam, and other scriptures conclude that no undertaking reaches success without the Supreme Lord's desire. We say, man proposes, God disposes. Sachi Devi's son, the Supreme Lord, Sri Chaitanya, grew day by day, motivating everyone to chant his own holy name. When the Lord began to crawl upon his knees, he looked most charming. The small ankle bells on his feet were most pleasing to hear. The Lord fearlessly moved around everywhere, catching anything he saw, fire, snakes, anything. Much to the dismay of his guardian, right? One day a snake slithered through the courtyard and the Lord caught hold of him simply to enact another pastime. The Lord lay down on and amongst the coils of the snake. That's like Kaliya. When the residents of the house saw him, they screamed in alarm, but the Lord calmly smiled and remained upon the snake, looking very relaxed. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when Krishna danced on Kaliya's heads. He was just gracefully dancing. He wasn't sweating it, no sweat. And Kaliya's, he's trying to kill him, right? The people shouted, Guruda! Why Guruda? He eats snakes, right? Guruda! While well, Nimai's parents waited in anxiety. The snake, who was really Lord Anantashesh, okay. That's who the snake was. <laughs> Balaram. Started to slither away when he heard all the crying and commotion. But little Nimai tried to stop it. He wanted to play sport. The ladies rushed over and gathered up Nimai into their arms, each one blessing him that he might live a long life. Some relatives tied a talisman upon Nimai for his protection, while some chanted benefic mantras and others poured gunga water in different parts of his body. Some of them thought that the child had received a new life, while others realized that the snake was actually a nantashesh. So some were suspecting his divinity and thinking, okay, this must be Ananta. The Supreme Lord, Chaitanya, who was radiant like the moon, tried repeatedly to go back to the snake, but everyone stopped him. How are we doing? 8.52, okay, I'll just walk out tonight. These pastimes are not revealed even in the Vedas, therefore Channa, hidden. 
there's no whole Purana in the, you know, in the Vedic literature like this. But. So Vyasadeva had to come back as Vrindavadas to tell them, right? And also empower uh, Kaviraj Goswami. These pastimes are not revealed even in the Vedas, and anyone who hears them is free from the bite of the serpent of material illusion. Lord Chaitanya, the pleasure of Shachi Devi, soon toddled about the house, and now he's walking. Maybe two, he's one to walk, or no, one, right? One to walk, two to talk. Lord Chaitanya's extraordinary beauty eclipsed the beauty of millions of Cubans. Even the radiant moon longed to behold the Lord's beauty. Curly locks decorated his exquisitely formed head, and with lotus-shaped eyes, he looked like Gopal Krishna. I wonder why. He is Krishna, but he's in the complexion of Radha. Juti Subhavitam Nomi Krishna Swarupam. His long arms stretched to his knees, so even as a child, he was in super long arms. He had an expansive chest and reddish pink lips. All his limbs were beautifully formed. And tonight we're going to see Jesse's masterpiece. As we all snake dance through the cold, yeah? During the kirtan? No, after. We'll have a kirtan too, but it'll be afterwards. Right after the arctic. Not during the arctic, okay. Sometimes during the arctic, people go outside. Haven't we done that here? We've done that here. Oh, right. <laughs> Did you see that, Elmer? <laughs> no, they're dancing outside. I kind of like it. I'm coming back here. We don't want to gamble, right? <laughs> All right. Um, hmm. His brilliant sun red complexion was always attractive. Sun red, so the sun is you know different colors. Usually it's golden, but sun red complexion was always attractive, and his fingers, hands, and feet were like blooming lotuses. However, the Lord's reddish complexion on his palms and the soles of his feet sometimes caused such imata anxiety. As the child ran about, she sometimes mistakenly thought that she could see red gaping wounds, and she mistook the the reddish palms for cuts. Sachi Devi and Sri Jagannath Mishra were always struck with greatest wonder at the Lord's beauty. Although they were needy, their son was a source of unending joy for them. Together in seclusion, they whispered to each other, I wonder what great personality has come as our son. An elevated and distinguished personality has taken birth Perhaps this will terminate all our material mysteries. <laughs> well, there's a lot of whispering going on. <laughs> Two more whispers. I have never heard of any other child with such wonderful behavior as ours. He smiles and enthusiastically dances without stopping when he hears the chanting of Lord Hermes. So this is the perfection of, you know, all parents are going to glorify their kids, right? And, and he's such a wonderful, even if he's rascal number one, right? So this is, and Lord Chaitanya, this is rascal number one, but he's so enduring. So this is the perfection, uh, glorifying a child. Uh, okay. Yeah, okay, well, this is great. We're going to finish right glorification right up to the point of the thieves. We're not going to read the thieves unless you want. Okay. From early morning, the ladies would surround the Lord and loudly sing Lord Hari's name. This was like the morning program. <laughs> they clapped their hands in rhythm and the Lord would dance gleefully. 
the Lord would playfully roll in the dust, and then laughing, he would jump into his mother's lap. Sometimes the Lord would dance, moving his body in such a manner that no one could contain their laughter. However, no one could grasp how the Lord, through his escapades, was motivating everyone to chant the holy name. The Lord was so vivacious and restless, fleeting in and out of the house, that no one could catch him. Venturing out on his own, Nimai wanted to taste whatever he saw, roasted rice, banana, or sandesh. The Lord was so extremely attractive that strangers gave him whatever he requested. Strangers would give him sandesh and bananas, and pleased with his gifts, the Lord would dash home. He would then distribute the items to the ladies, who used to sing Lord Hari's name for him, so he's rewarding their behavior. Goodies, as they're chanting the Lord's names. Uh, everyone would merrily applaud the Lord's ingenuity and start further singing of Lord Hari's name. <laughs> Unrestrained, the Lord wandered freely in and out of the house, whether morning, noon, evening, or night. <laughs> well, daily, he went to the houses of friendly neighbors and playfully stole from them. In some houses, he drank all the milk, because he's, even in a baby form, he can drink everything, right? And in others, he ate all the rice. Whenever he found nothing to eat, he was satisfied to break all the earthen pots. <laughs> earthen to eat? Okay. <laughs> if he found a small child in any house, he would tease him to tears. And when he observed, and when he, went, and when he was observed, he would flee. However, if by chance someone caught him, Nimai would catch the person's feet and plead. <laughs> Please let me go this one last time. <laughs> In other words, he's done it many times before. Let me go this one last time. I shall never come back again. I will never steal anymore. Please be merciful. <laughs> Astounded by the boy's sharp intelligence, no one could remain angry with him. Ultimately, everyone was affectionate towards him. Just seeing him naturally captivated people, and all the parents loved him more than they loved their own children. The Lord of Vaikuntha, Lord Chaitanya, passed his childhood in this manner, moving about and being mischievous. Just see, you know, when kids are mischievous, then people are... Say, look, why not, don't, don't you train your kid? You know? But when the Lord is mischievous, we worship him. Mm. Right? the butter thief. <laughs> Whatever Krishna does, he becomes worshipable. And there's temples erected around, you know, this some mischievous pastime. Mm. This is God. And then uh, and then Vrindavadas goes on to one day, Ekdeen, right? One day, the thieves come to steal him. And so, well, actually, we can read that. And that's, that's not, it's only two pages. All right? Two pages. And then that, that'll end the chapter four, the Lord's childhood pastimes. And now, what is it called? The name giving ceremony, childhood pastimes in the kidnapping. Oh, it's just the beginning, actually. So people read the Chaitanya Bhagavad to read more childhood pastimes. So here we go. So this, here what happened with Nimai and the thieves. One day, two thieves saw the Lord roaming about the streets alone. Seeing his fine ornaments, they conspired to steal them. One of the thieves picked up Nimai, saying, Oh dear, oh dear while the other joined him, saying, Where have you been for so long? So they're pretending they're into this. Come quickly home, dear, the thief said. The Lord smiled and replied, Yes, let us go home. <laughs> He's playing right along with him, right? Busily, the two thieves sped away with the Lord in their arms while the onlookers in the street ignorantly thought that the rightful guardians had taken their own child. 
teeming thousands of people were on the streets. Therefore, who could know everyone? Meanwhile, the thieves were happy to see the valuable ornaments upon the child. Overtaken by greed, thieves were imagining their great riches, thinking they would now surely steal the golden bangles. They carried upon him their shoulders. They carried him upon their shoulders towards their hideout, while the Lord rode along, chuckling to himself. One thief passed a sand dish into the Lord's hand, while the other said comfortingly, We have almost reached home. The thieves had kidnapped the Lord and run far away when the Lord's relatives realized Nehemiah was missing and began to search for him. Vishwambar, come home, Nehemiah, where are you? They shouted. Everyone grew frantic and restless like fish out of water. In distress, they remembered Lord Govinda. While far away, the thieves carried Nehemiah towards their hideout. <laughs> And this is reminiscent of Brahma stealing the cows, cows, and boys, because he put them in a hideout too. Deluded by the Supreme, now here it is, deluded by the Supreme Lord's illusory potency, Maya, the thieves mistook their way to their den and arrived instead at the residence of Sri Jagannath Mishra. <laughs> the bewildered thieves thought that they were in their own house. <laughs> so they busied themselves in trying to remove the Lord's ornaments. <laughs> Get down now, we are home, said the thieves. And the Lord replied, yes, yes, put me down. Inside Jagannath Mishra's house, everyone was sitting around with their hands in their hands in utter despair. The beguiled thieves took the Lord down from their shoulders, thinking the house to be their own. As soon as Nehemiah was on the ground, he ran straight into straight straight to his father. Straight into his father, so another room. A joyous uproar shook the house as the relatives loudly chanted, Hurry, hurry! An understandable transformation overwhelmed the people as if life had returned to their bodies. The thieves <laughs> realized that the house was not their own, but they could not recognize where they were. Taking advantage of the commotion, the fearful thieves stealthily left the place without being noticed by anyone. The Lord Chaitanya to let them off. Reflecting on the strange and wonderful incident, the thieves thought, who is playing tricks with us? Chandi Devi, goddess Durga, certainly saved us today. They said, after regaining their composure, they then embraced each other. The thieves actually gained immeasurable piety and good fortune because they carried the Supreme Personality of God upon their shoulders. In Sri Jagannath Mishra's house, the happy relatives asked, Who brought the child back? We should offer him nice gifts and tie a silk turban upon his head. <laughs> Another said, I saw two persons come with the child, put him down and leave, but I do not know in which direction they left. Everyone was surprised that whoever had brought the child back did not stay to be acknowledged. They turned to Nehemiah and asked, Our dear child, tell us, who brought you back? We are puzzled. The Lord replied, I went to the bank of the Ganga, but I lost my way home and was roaming about in the town. Two persons took me in their arms and brought me home. Hearing the story, everyone said, the words of the scriptures are never wrong. The unseen hand of Krishna always protects children, old persons, and the helpless. So they're going by like Guru Sadhu Chastra. But the Lord is right there. <laughs> He's bewildered. So their bewilderment is, is Yodavai. Being bewildered by the Lord's illusory energy, Maya, the relatives thus conjectured in many different ways. So there's Maya is a general word, and Krishna uses it in different ways. Upon the thieves, or upon the, the relatives. The Supreme Lord performed his wonderful pastimes in this manner. No one can understand them without the Lord's direct mercy. Whosoever hears these narrations, which are a mystery even in the Vedas, can easily get undeviating devotion 
at Lord Chaitanya's lotus feet. I, Vrindavan Das, offer my humble song at the lotus feet of Sri Krishna Chaitanya and Sri Nityananda Prabhu, who are my life and soul. So tonight at 6.20, we'll have a little slideshow about the appearance of the Golden Anatara. Sure. Happy Gopurni. Happy hearing, chanting, serving. Go Premanandi! Hare Hare! Yeah. And Sandami is following the footsteps of Prabhupada, who also said, try to fast for first Janmashtami. But if you can't, there's some food in the refrigerator <laughs> at the 26, at apartment 2C at back of 26. It's a little French. But he really wanted them to fast. Yeah, I didn't get 